Welcome to Chip Tea Podcast episode. Uh, holy shit, that's a bad start. <clears throat> welcome gonna, to Chip. You don't want to run it again. <laughs> welcome to Chip Tea Podcast episode number fifty-four. Uh, yeah. So we're struggling currently. Um, yeah. Mainly pandemic. Because, well, I don't give a Everybody's fuck. struggling. Nick. I don't give a fuck about the pandemic, dude. I still go to work. I still go get stuff to eat. You're essential. I still eat there. I am essential. That's not a joke. Though. All you fucking plebs. Plebs that aren't essential. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, uh, so normally we just have a lamp on in the recording studio. Well, we have we have a, a routine. Yep. Like you show up. Like the routine is developed a lot because now, like as we moved around, as we've set times, as dates get messed up, we have to work, or somebody's busy, or I'm too tired, or something like that. But essentially, what happens? In a normal way, is you show up, you know, seven, eight o'clock, six o'clock, maybe. Some just somewhere between six and eight, I show up, and we sit there and conversate and talk for a minute. Basically, burn minutes that we could be having conversation on mic. I would say though that those conversations kind of blow. It's for like the most part. It's, it's like warm up. It's like yeah, it's like pre-show, like get all the shit out. Yeah, like and, get and, all the stuff and then we kind of maybe roll around with topics and then since we haven't really though. since we haven't really spoken much throughout yeah, the week yeah we get in rhythm well we we, we sit down you know not we, that we have any rhythm because we're talking over each other immediately <laughs> yeah like i'm i'm not the one doing it but it's fine i did do it earlier but whatever no i i agree i do it probably more than half the time yeah but anyways we'll sit down and like if a new song came out or something like that, we'll sit down, we'll watch the music video on your TV and Yeah, like the past three times, I think now that we've recorded. Sorry, I'm not cutting you off, you're, am I? No. I'm trying to continue. <laughs> I had no, I had nothing it's like, to say. Well, it's like the past three times we've had the exact same ritual now with like watching like hooking like str- casting what is it? Casting, casting right? Yeah. Casting our phones to the TV to watch whatever. It's so, like the past three times. It may become normal now. Well, but then, basically, we end up farting around for an hour and a half, and which, then and then we come up here. Unfortunately, that's harming my relationship, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I do it for you guys. <laughs> no, it, it's not hurting my relationship. Charlie's just Time always away. like, Charlie's like, you need to stop going over there at seven. Start going over at like six, six thirty, so you can get home before ten thirty. Yeah, but then you get over here at five, right? And then and then we, we start at eight thirty. We don't start until eight thirty anyway. I don't know. We've we've done some like power hour like moments. Like we've got it done when we had to. I feel like at least one out of the fifty four. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there, we used to for a time. We recorded an hour and we recorded a thirty minute Patreon episode. Oh well, that for about two months and burned a little bit. It sure did. It's a shame. It's a shame. We're still working on that though. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, uh, you can we, go to. Hold on. Need, stop. Don't step uh, on my fucking plug. No, you're good. Speaking of Patreon, you can go on to patreon.com forward slash chip tooth pod and become a tooth fairy where we are going to start uploading Patreon episodes again. Um, but un, un, right now you do it out of the kindness of your heart. Now and you're out doing of the it possibility be- of hearing something. There's well, already nine episodes. There's nine episodes. There's on there. nine Patreon episodes. Yeah. Holy dick. Yeah. Technically there's 10, but there's one I never released because I felt weird about it. Oh, I didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll release that one. If we get a certain amount of Patreons. Pro- I mean, Is that what probably called? patrons, patreons, Patreon episodes. I don't know. I'm talking about the people. Oh, well, we the call patrons. Them tooth, we call them tooth fairies, but what does Patreon call them? Patrons. 
Just patrons? Yeah. It's kind of weird, because it's like, their name is a play on that word. But that's the whole point. But why, so then call the people patrons? Why not call them Patreons? Because that's... that's, ridiculous, right? Yeah, because we have a Patreon. Yeah. And then you... And a bunch of Patreons, like a bunch of podcasts that are... People in general that have a Patreon, a those are called Patreons. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. There you go. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. No, but um, anyways, so back to, so Natalie is staying here, working from home. Yeah, yeah. And but, yeah, so she's she, developed her routine now. Yes. Which conflicts with our routine a little bit. Not it, not at all. It, but <laughs> it's mainly the main thing is the uh, is the atmosphere in the room. Because we usually have a lamp on, which keeps it nice and dim. It's the damn light. It's all. I'm just. That's what we got to say. Right now, we're working under this blinding overhead bulb. Yeah, it like the the fan light is never on because it was dead. It was a broken bulb for. Well, see, I fixed that in hopes that I because what we did. That's that's why that's the origin of the of the lamp. We only had the lamp. That was all we had. Correct. But then I like we I fixed it. And then we never liked it, so we never turned it on. <laughs> yes. So now we're just underneath the fucking fan light, and it's so. If horrific. this episode sucks for any particular reason, blame Natalie. Yeah. There you go. Um, who is uh, who? We're probably disturbing because she is on a conference call right now. Oh well. So <laughs> there we go. Anyway, all right. Uh, this has been Chip Tooth Podcast episode number fifty-four. That was it. That's it. Now, uh, so you said something when we when we sat down about. Oh well, first off, let's start this uh, dating episode. It is Earth Day today. Uh, happy Earth Day, Nick. He, I saw I saw somebody post something that I thought was funny. Um, it said what, celebrating Earth Day uh, is absurd because Earth is constantly trying to kill us. That would be like sir, sir, that would be like celebrating Mother's Day for a mother that's constantly trying to murder you. Oh, I thought you were going to go political with it. No, no. Celebrating President's Day or something like that. <laughs> no. So you're saying, okay. You're, okay, I, I get your analogy now. Yes, it, it's Earth is constantly having pandemics or things mother, like this. Your every, mother is the one that brought you into this fucking world. But even then though she's, she's also a, a shitbag. But imagine that your mom is trying to murder you all sure. the time, right? Sure. Or try to kill you as a child. You probably wouldn't celebrate Mother's Day. Because well, you don't have a mother at that point. You have somebody who tried to kill you. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. Whereas Earth is constantly trying to kill everybody with earthquakes and tornadoes. And Well, that was that was the other... That's what I thought you were going to say was people celebrating Earth Day because it's in the midst of the Earth trying to reclaim it itself back from us by killing us with mass uh, tragedy. Which I actually heard uh, an interesting statistic. That they actually think that it's quite possible that there's eight that eighty that there's eighty five percent more people or like eighty five percent of the entire world's population is pro- probably has it already and we just don't know it. Oh, the the coronavirus. Co- yeah, coronavirus. COVID nineteen. Yeah, which would mean that all the statistics are fucking way wrong. The how many people are infected? Yeah. Well, they've already. They, I don't know that they've covered their tracks that way because they definitely everybody says. That's what the whole campaign is for staying at home and staying inside is to be, you know, because they don't know how many people are actually infected. 
Yeah, no, I'm not saying that they are because intentionally lying. I'm just saying I'm whatever. just saying that we don't have very reliable statistics and then on top of them having a underwhelming amount of tests that have been done on people, right? So we don't mm-hmm. even have any remote idea how many people actually have it. Right, and we don't uh, have the but then we're also Yeah, but then we're also attributing a really large amount of people's deaths to COVID-19 just because they're making assumptions that they actually died from it. I think there's yeah. 3000 deaths in New York that they just assumed were from were from COVID-19 that they just threw on top of the number. I heard something today. That's what I read. I didn't I didn't read it, but I heard that it was something like 3 million cases worldwide. I I now I'm wishing I actually read it. Jasper said it, but I think 3 million cases sounds more like it was not actually 3 million deaths. Oh, it's definitely not 3 million deaths. Yeah, that would be crazy. Right. Well, not necessarily. I mean, if 85% of the world's population has it or has had it at some point or well, that's oh a lot more than 3 million. <clears throat> but if 3 million people died from that, then it would make sense that 85% of the population had it. Well, I'm just saying that that death rate is pretty fucking low, so the death rate is below right. 3%, which is what everybody has been saying it is. It's like, oh, 3%. It's probably lower than that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, that's where that's where you get screwed, depending on who you listen to or what news blasts came out the next day or yesterday or whatever. I just, I just don't like that we're making all of these rash decisions, or I say we, but the, the governments of the world are making such rash decisions based on some very um, incomplete statistics. Well, I, I'm always of the belief, like, not to say I'm like a doomsday prepper or something like that, just of the, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. So, I, like, in that respect, I completely agree with, the quote-unquote overbearing kind of rules in place and whatnot, like stay in place. Like it's not necessarily a like at least in America, it's not like a they're gonna kill you if you go outside or something. No, yeah, because I just went outside today, you know, and I'm not an essential worker, but you know, I had to go outside so for another thing. So it's like I don't know, like, but at the same time, I, I the point of what I'm saying is I, I agree with the. Shelter in place, make sure, you know, prov- do your part as far as not spreading everything. But I guess what you're trying to get at is like all the. In all likelihood, the majority of people that have had it don't even know they've had it. And then the majority of people who think that they haven't had it have probably already gotten it and have some amount of. There's some amount of herd immunity that's been created already that if you. Shelter. If everybody shelters in place, just gonna it might actually lead to a mutation in the in the virus that might reinfect everybody again. Because then you because when you quarantine everybody off, if it does if the virus doesn't die and actually stays in your system but dormant, right. which I don't know if that's a thing that's happening or not, but what could end up happening is that it mutates and then it spreads a new strain of it, which ends up actually being way worse. But if everybody is around each other and passing it around, then everybody has all the strains already in some right. way, shape, or form. They're the highest I don't know. of success, at least on the fu- in the future. I don't exactly know how this works, so I'm kind of full of shit. Actually, I'm very full of shit, but also... Well, our whole like, fucking podcast is full of shit, man. Yeah, but I, I just feel like... It's episode 54. Yeah, I just feel like it's probably... Um, I feel like it's probably a better scenario where you develop a herd immunity... 
through people being exposed to it consistently. Now, maybe the elderly shouldn't be out in public because they do have a higher risk of, of dying. But when you look at the statistics, like I hate saying the statistic because it sounds cold hearted, but like 25% of the deaths in New York, uh, it's either New York or LA. I don't remember. Um, I heard this on a podcast, but, uh, like there's a 20, like or 25% of the deaths. City. Yes. were from, uh, nursing homes. Oh, okay. Which a lot of the people that are dying had a very short lifespan to begin with. That they were, they had a very short length of time right. left. They, they anyways, were, like, they were they terminally died, ill they had or complications yeah, from yes. Which I mean, when you throw somebody on a respirator and you tell their body they don't, ha- it doesn't have to breathe for itself anymore. It's pretty likely that the body's not going to learn how to breathe again in enough time. Well, at the same, that, that's well, a big that's a big concern with using the respirators is that you're that your brain's telling your lungs that they don't have to pump themselves anymore because the respirator is doing it for them. Question, and then once res- you re- respirator yeah. ventilator, is that the same deal? I I'm that's, I meant ventilator. I kept saying respirator respirator is a mask, um, but a ventilator. That's okay. Yes. I just want to make sure because ventilator is like the buzzword and I, yes. I didn't know if no, you were res- meaning that or yes. if it was a different thing. That's what I meant. Respirator is, is the mask. Um, but a ventilator is literally you have to intubate the body so you have to shove a tube down their throat. Intubate? Intubate, yeah. It's uh, a Grey's Anatomy word I learned. <laughs> I was gonna I was wonder where that word came from. It, it's where they it's where they put a tube down your throat and then they attach it to the ventilator so that your body doesn't have to breathe for itself. Okay, so it gets oxygen from the iron lung. ventilator. It's what it is. Um okay. except now we're more sophisticated, you don't have to shove you in a fucking tube that breathes sure. for you. It's different now. Um But yes, they uh but when you do that, your body, first of all, it causes damage to your trachea because you're shoving a tube down your throat. Sure. Um, which is fine during surgery because it's usually for a short period of time. And you're not already, usually you're not already having issues with breathing. Like if you're, so if you go into a surgery, that's, they're going to open up your abdomen. They'll put you on a ventilator just to make sure that you're still breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they'll, when, but then they remove it soon after the surgery if your body is able to breathe still. Sure. So when you do that, it causes damage to the, to the, to the trachea and to your esophagus. But then also it does your body no. So it's like when you take um, antidepressants, right? It sure. boosts your serotonin levels, lowers your um, whatever the fuck that word is, dopamine or raises. I don't know. It doesn't matter either way. Dopamine I, in the brain. So yeah, it raises and then your dopamine. Brain can't it, create yes. its own. It levels brain. out your your mountains for itself, whatever. But then your body is like, okay, I don't have to make that anymore because it's already getting it. Right, and then you're so right. and then that's the same with breathing. If your lungs no longer have to pump, or if your diaphragm no longer has to move for you, or mm-hmm. to move your lungs for you, um, then your muscles will start to atrophy, and then you won't be able to breathe on your own. You'll have to relearn how to breathe. You have to work those muscles out again and get to a point where you can breathe on your own. But a lot of times because of the complications of it, you die before you ever get to the point where you have, where you can retrain your muscles. Gotcha. Which is uh, why 80% of people who are put on respirators die. Now it could be ventilators. Yes. Ventilators. Fuck. And now it could be that those people were so bad off, you know, I'm sure there's a certain amount of cases that they're so bad that they were put on a ventilator that they ended up dying due to the complications of the virus. However, that seems unlikely 
that 80%, 80% is an anomaly, right? Like the likelihood that 80% of people who are sick enough to be put on a ventilator die just because of the virus seems unlikely. Well, yeah, when it's more, when the treatment becomes a higher risk of death than the damn disease. But, yeah, yep. Which which leads me to believe that you probably shouldn't go for the last ditch effort as the first response, right? Um, which is definitely which, which. But at the same time, to back like play against you right now, yeah. Um, like they, I feel like there's, I mean, sure, there's somewhere like they're developing uh antidote what do you call it not antidote but antivirus vaccine. vaccine yeah they're developing that so but why in the meantime when they don't have that and maybe with i mean i guess with the cases with the elderly right that's like the last ditch ever becomes the best bet at that point well they thought that initially and i think that's why everybody was being put on ventilators right. but a lot of doctors aren't using them anymore because of how of the morbidity rate okay um, which morbidity rate is the wrong word. Mortality? Mortality rate. Yeah, Gosh, I don't know words. I'm just I mixing mean, everything up. You threw that one word in there, and then you lost a couple more. Intubate. <laughs> yeah. it it's, a, it's a trade game. Yeah, but no, so um, so a lot of doctors aren't using them anymore on mm-hmm. most cases because they realized, hey, there's other ways to fight this that will help you breathe better, mm-hmm. such as anything that asthmatic people use, mm-hmm. like steam. Neb- nebulizer. Steam, you use a fucking, yeah, a nebulizer. Like, I mean, that seems pretty fucking common sense, but whatever. Um, But then you also, but then you have, you know, U.S. government paid all these companies to make ventilators. Now we have a surplus of ventilators that no longer are needed or going to be used. And then you also have the U.S. government paying $55 million to a fucking military contractor to make face masks that aren't going to be given... That aren't going to be completed. The orders aren't going to be completed until May 1st. So who knows if we're even going to need them anymore. So then we're going to have a surplus of face masks. I wonder if that has to do... Just to play the conspiracy game now. Um, because like now in, in the state of Georgia, um, the governor is... Like, and the governor among other state... like Georgia governor among other state governors uh, as like looking to open or reopen more businesses this this week um, yeah the week we're recording this um but the cdc has come out and said like the second wave or whatever is going to be worse right yeah and the second wave is going to be in august it's not going to be now right well the, yeah there's it it's like a long like they're playing the the whatever you call it like the like they're just trying to call it out you know like yeah. they're they have to make a a shot somewhere like in whether it's an intelligent decision or not or intelligent guests or whatever. But do you think if like you're saying this, if they don't, if that order is not going to be used by, if it's not going to be out by May 1st, which would render them useless, if not for a period of time, they're unneeded. Do you, do you think somebody knows something that they're not telling everybody? Um, no, not necessarily. I, I lean a different conspiracy, which is that, the parent company of you think they're causing the alarm that it's going to be more a bigger deal in the second second not, wave or quote unquote no no, no. I, I the so the parent company of this of this military contractor uh, actually went bankrupt in 2018 filed for bankruptcy whatever and then they're fine now 
Nice. <laughs> but they're a government contractor and you got to protect your own, right? You got to pay your dues to the military industrial complex. Well, sure. When the, so what they did when those is big corporate guys own you. Well, yeah, but they're paying $5.50 per mask is what the U.S. government's paying. This company that they're paying to do it is outsourcing it to another company, buying it from them being middlemen to sell it to the United States, which the company that's making them uh, for this company, mm-hmm. right? The original company. Yes. The, the company that's making it for the original company is also a military contractor. So what they're doing is they're buying it from them and then adding a markup to it and then selling it back to the United States for $55 million total at $5.50 a mask. It costs 67 cents to make a mask. Interesting. So, I mean, like, it's fine. Like, do your thing, right? Like, there's a need. Charge it. But also, it seems a little bit fishy that you have a uh, military-industrial complex contractor getting paid this much money to create or to make something that they don't normally make and then buying it from somebody who doesn't make them either. It's just questionable funneling it like why don't you just fucking why doesn't the united states just pay just buy it from 3m who fucking makes the mask well hmm. it's because they're trying to move money to the people who they owe money to interesting it's crazy doesn't make any sense fucking hate it dude it's just (laughs) like because i see it right and i feel like it's very obvious but then i i can almost guarantee you that nobody else knows about this being first of all nobody even knows about it being a thing second of all nobody would see it that way or most people wouldn't see it that way unless it's explained to them that way and then they'll be like okay yeah that seems a little weird yeah but who's the one that's explaining it to them well i'm saying like if i was to explain it to I them know, but like, if they heard about it in a way that most people hear about things no yeah no way, i know the way I'm, that it would be explained to them is in the way that it is wanted to be explained no to i know them. but i'm just saying that like if you like even if i just heard that on fox like uh, what's what's I don't even remember the name of the company. Um, this doesn't really matter, but it kind of does, but not at the same time. The company that you're talking about in general, or yes, the company yes, that, that, owns that company, that company. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but they um, but like if, if I was told, hey, we paid fifty five million dollars for ten million masks, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, that math doesn't really add up, and then you find out. Who it is, like what that company is. And you're like, oh, they're a military contractor. Seems a little bit fishy. And then you realize, oh, wait, they're not even making them themselves. That's also kind of fishy. Oh, who's going to make them for them? Oh, wow. A fucking other military contractor that doesn't make them either. Like, it doesn't make right. any sense. So, like, I, I guess it's just because I'm inquisitive. So I would actually take the time to look at that stuff. But also, I feel like if I was to tell everybody, if I was to tell somebody like, hey, military contractor being paid $5.50 per mask, they're not even making them, they're buying them from another, if I explain that whole thing to somebody else well, that doesn't you, think the same way that we, that I do at least, I'll tell you they right, wouldn't see the issue in it. I tell you right now, the, the average attention span of anybody that you would be explaining this to, unless already thoroughly interested, you know, would tune out within two seconds because it's already pretty long winded. No, Just I know. You telling me right now. Yeah, I mean, and I'm telling like people listen to this already tuned out. I know they did, but, but at the same time, it's important that it, that's the idea too. Is that we? Uh, I hate to use the word sheep, but <laughs> that's how that's how it that's how it all works. 
Well, I just I just want people to think of th- like to actually pay attention to what they're being told as opposed to just hearing it and being like, okay, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so that's the whole thing. Whereas, like, I don't know, you should you should be aware of what you're being told. I guess it's like when you hear something, don't just take it as a okay. There's the fact. Okay, which it's not a lie. Like it's a fact. Like okay, yeah, we're paying this company to make them, but like actually think about what that means. Like, don't just hear information and just hear it. Sure. Like, hear it and process it and actually take the time to understand what's being said to you. Uh, it's It kind of goes along with what we've been harping on since we started this podcast is don't just fucking listen to, don't just hear something and take it as fact, but also right. don't just hear something and just take it for what it is at face value. Like, do your own, fu- like, actually pay attention to what you're hearing. Develop your own opinion. Yeah. But anyway, so... What I tried to get to at the very beginning that we went on this tangent was you were talking about meteor shower and we yeah. never got to it because you well, said wanted, something about Corona. No, I want to. No, 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 no. You did. You, you, you said date, you, were, you were trying said, to date. I said happy Earth Day and then you went on this 20 minute thing about Corona. Oh, uh, you, you did. I, you did I date engaged, it as your. Own. I did engage you. So it <laughs> did work. It the, the podcast works. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I just was doing the happy birthday thing because it's birthday. Great. Uh, donate money, get a tree planted, please. Yeah. That's um. Fine. Otherwise, uh, yeah. So last night, <clears throat> uh, throughout, I don't know. I had more research on this than I in my mind than I thought I did. But there. So the, right now, through this whole month, there it, the Lyrids, the Lyrid meteor shower, uh, which is they call it. Lyrids because it's a meteor shower that happens every so often and it comes from the Lyra constellation or that area and that's how uh that's how meteor showers get named is what I found out uh if you you might have also heard of the Perseids or the yeah. Druids or something like that the Druids I think that's one those guys are scary I hope that's one <laughs> I might have just made that up um anyway those are those are uh meteor showers and but anyway so it was a big deal so I was like oh I'm gonna be up tonight. So it was like supposed to be peaking at like 2 a.m. or something like that. So I was up. I was sitting on the couch. Uh, 2 a.m. rolls around. I was like, oh, I'll go outside. I look around. It's, I mean, we have some moderate light pollution out here. And, you know, it's not that easy to see compared to where like I grew up and stuff like that. It was a lot easier. But I mean, with the with the light pollution, it was, it was, you could see the stars at least. And there's no moon. It was a, I think it's a new moon. So, no bright moon in the sky, so it was great. Um, but I stood out there for like five, five, ten minutes, I guess, at the beginning. Because I was like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to be looking. I'm just looking up. I'm just looking at all the stars. I'm trying to figure out my like what's what. Uh, so I go back inside. I'm sitting there. It's watching. I don't know if you ever watched the Snowman. It's watching that the horror film. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen some of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was watching that, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'll go give it a second shot," because I like I figured something out. I said, "Oh, look towards this direction." So I, I go out there. I'm looking towards that direction. All of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see something on the other side of the sky. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh shit!" All right. Uh, so I just start looking up, and I just kind of like tune out. You know how your eyes you just like defocus. Out of focus, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was seeing them. Like every couple of minutes, I would I saw like eight or ten of them. It was pretty great. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it, today is actually the peak. Tonight is the peak of it. Tonight is? Tonight is, but it's cloudy, oh. I think. 
Oh, well, so, I read. I read that yesterday evening was. I guess tonight too. I mean, it's it's, it's supposed it to be between midnight and four a.m. is like the time to look. You can see between well, that's ten to fifteen or something like that um, yeah, per read, hour. You read the same thing I did. I yep. just read it. It's on CNN. Yeah, yeah, that's like the news blurb that got me. Um, but then I also uh, heard about. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, the Atlas comet. No. So, I imagine it's really big and it has a man holding it, <laughs> just hanging from underneath it. No, it's not that cool. It actually is through space. It's actually an acronym for something that I could look up right now, but uh, it's it was named that for the acronym. But it's also uh, peaking, uh, hopefully towards the mid May. Um, but it's supposed to be visible at least with like. Uh, strong binoculars or like a, a decent telescope. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And that was supposed to be around like 5 a.m. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm still up, I guess. I'll go out there. And then I go out there. Still, uh, like that one was, I could not see anything. Um, and then I read further that was like, it's, yeah, it's impossible to see until like mid May. But I didn't know that. But this whole time, right? So this this whole story I'm telling you is me just going outside and standing out there. I I was just wrapped in a blanket, standing in the middle of the road, and I was just thinking, "There's like, like how many people live in this neighborhood that are looking at me right now?" Just, I hope a lot. I like I was well, like, "Hold on, it was two a.m." Well, yeah, from two to five a.m. I was going outside like, I don't, like ten I, minutes. I don't think anybody was looking at you, Ben. Most uh, most normal people. Do not stay awake that late. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, hell, it's fucking quarantine, right? So, everybody's home. A lot of people have fucked up sleep schedules. Yeah, but I, I just... I don't see very many people staying up between 2 and 5 a.m. normally. And if they are, probably playing video games or locked in their room watching TV. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Oh, um, that Atlas comment that you're talking about? Yeah. Actually crumbled. Like, it, it, it died before it got here. Where are you reading this? Because I space.com. Space.com. So, all right. So, from space.com, so you know it's legit, as Dan Smots likes to say. Um, as I write these words, Comet Atlas, which a month ago looked like it might evolve into the first really bright naked eye comet in a decade, is now falling apart. It is fragmented into several pieces, quickly dispersing and not leaving behind enough material to produce any kind of significant display. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the fact that I read from whatever website that I read it off of, uh, whatever, um, was that <clears throat> the interesting fact that was from it was the origins of it, because it's an it is an older comet that's behaving like a new comet, right? Uh, because they believe there's this big comet that happened in 1844, and they think that it was a part of it that broke off or something like that, right? It's a and fragment it, of the Great Comet. Yeah, the Great Comet of 1844, right? That's what they think, yeah. And, of course, uh, to the uninitiated comets are carbon, nitrogen, uh, ice, uh, ammonia, uh, gases that have iced over that are just mm-hmm. uh, in this nucleus called a coma that are flying through the space, basically. And they're flying in there's a couple different ways, but mainly mm-hmm. they pull around a gravitational pull like our sun. An elliptical. Uh, yeah, and it's like a elliptical fashion. So, And I think I read that the Atlas Comet has something like 6,000-year orbit or something like that. Hmm. Excuse me. Jeez. Um, 
But anyway, so of course, doing all this math, I'm just thinking about how special it would be to see it. Um, but anyway, at the same time, I read, so you're saying how it's fallen apart or whatever. I read that because it was, they saw it in like December of last year, right? In 2019, yeah. Right. And then they were saying how from when it was spotted for the next month or so, it, it gained brightness like 27,000 fold, like, like increase, right? Yeah. In, uh, <clears throat> forget the word magnitude, I guess is what they used for the term. Um, and then they, cause they're saying then, then all I read all the information about being old and new and whatnot. Right. And so then now it, like you said, it's crumbling apart and they uh, were originally thinking it was going to be the brightest comet ever, like the biggest, yeah. baddest that, that's right? been recorded. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> at least in modern day history. But yeah, then they, there's news of it not probably reaching that potential. Then, then I, yeah, I'm interested if it's actually crumbling because I did read that it was while it's still not visible without mag, uh, magnifying uh, whatever headwear or whatever the hell, it will reach peak when it gets closest to the sun in like in like May or mid May or something. Well, like that. a lot. So this is without any sort of serious knowledge or even this being said in that article um comets what creates the tail is as it gets closer to the sun the heat from the sun starts melting the ice away which creates the the uh water particles to trail behind it well the gas and whatnot, yeah. well, the gas yeah you're right not water um the gas particles to, to travel behind it which hit was the sun ray sun's rays hit which makes it light up um and it makes it look and depending on what type of gas it is, it can make it look red or blue or anything like that, right? Sure, sure. Um, or white. Uh, but the uh, what would make it start to crumble is that as that ice starts to melt, if there's veins of ice that run through the rock, the rock will start to fall off. Right. Which is so then the mass itself starts getting smaller, obviously accelerates and everything, which I think if I had to guess, it's probably what's happening. So as it's getting closer to the sun, what they expected to allow it to maintain its size or whatever, or that they expected to maintain its size, right. actually the, the ice, there might, there might be like complete sheets of ice that go straight through it that yeah. as it's melting is breaking yeah. off entire chunks, shattering it. So it's likely that that could be what shot what why it's such a shocking thing is because they weren't expecting it to happen, but now it's starting to literally just break into pieces because there's no ice to hold that's it together. That's interesting, then, too, because I would it's it's crazy because that's the other thing. Like as we're talking about, we're talking about space now, man. It's great. Um, anyway, so like the like the whole biggest thing with comets is they're unpredictable, yeah, and all that kind of thing. Anyway, but that it's it's interesting to me that it's still I guess even now. Because it's going to peak close to the sun May 15th or whatever, or whatever date they predicted. Um, but it's not even, like, we're in mid-April and, and it's already saying that it's gone. Well, they, so they didn't say it was gone. They said it's not going to live up to even close or to what they were expecting. Um, now, there is another comet that's following behind it, or somewhere close to it, that is um, yeah, it's supposed called to be the, the Swan. or, or Swan. The Super Comet or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They, they're constantly looking for like the next super thing or whatever. Um, yeah, because that's what gets ratings. Yeah, but so what... I, I don't know. I, I've always had a fascination with space as a kid. Like, I always thought it was super cool. Mm -hmm. One of my goals as a child, which I no longer even think is possible, 
um, was I wanted to be the person to discover dark matter and actually figure out a way to, to quantify it, like in a literal sense, as opposed to just an assumptive or an assumption type sense where uh, dark matter, dark energy, dark matter, depending on who you speak to, uh, is an invisible force that we can't see or really quantify in any way except um, through uh, complex mathematical mathematical equations that uh, sort of help us understand why gravity functions the way it does because it shouldn't based on how much matter there actually is in the world or in the in the universe. Um, so they think that there's a, basically an inverse version of matter that pulls things a different way that leads to there being more gravity in areas that there sh- than there should be. Sure. Um, so they kind of, they, they've been trying to figure this out for a really long time. So as a kid, I was like super interested in that. And I was like, yeah, I want to be the guy who figures that out, figures out a way to harness it. And, yeah, and also, good luck, good luck with that. yeah, no, I mean, it's never going to happen in our lifetime and all, in all honesty, it probably will never happen ever. Um, because you know, I, I don't know. But anyways, so I started watching TikToks recently. Um, on the app. Yeah. Well, there's this the thing that's cool about TikTok, uh, is there's something cool about TikTok. There is. Yeah. So I was going through whatever. And just as I was seeing things and I was liking it or whatever, then all of a sudden this guy who is a, who's an ethical hacker and a coding or coder, whatever he, um, he was just talking about like all this, like all these really complex, like mathematical, like systems and stuff like that. Just like some people on TikTok are actually smart and they're like, Hey, here's your quarantine math or science thing of the day or whatever, right? And they would go through like a complex uh, concept, just like in a quick, brief, sounds one minute like, thing. Sounds like my summers when I was in middle school with my dad. Yeah, no, I mean, it's super cool. I was really, and I was like, awesome. So I followed, so I followed this dude, and I went through, and I was watching all of his videos, and he was talking about the mul- the different types of like the four main uh, assumptions as to how the universe will die, mm-hmm. and it was super cool. Um, which I guess this doesn't really like, this is just what kind of made me think of it as we start talking about space. Um, but I don't know. I I guess the reason why I brought it up is just because it's interesting that you can take something as vapid and as sort of a brain dead as TikTok and like actually use it for something that's like sort of teaching people or that actually is interesting and smart. And it's really cool because, uh, I also came across this guy who was explaining the science behind different drugs and stuff like that. Like actually like what, like what's doing in your brain, like how it affects your body and stuff like that. There's intelligent people out there. No, for sure. And then there's this one, you gotta dig. Yeah. There's this one guy who, um, who was talking about the age of like ancient civilizations and stuff like that. Um, which is something that I am very interested in. Um, I have a book called, uh, fingerprint of the gods um which who, who the fuck is it that that wrote that book um god he's a really big name uh for this sort of neil deGrasse Tyson. no it, michio kaku it's not like that um finger fingerprint yes uh hold on the uh, gods oh god what the fuck graham, graham hancock yeah yes um he uh he posits that dude what i just i recognize the book 
Yeah, I heard him on Joe Rogan a couple times, and I got super interested and bought the audiobook. Um, but he um, he believes that the oldest civilizations are actually from about sixteen thousand years ago, as opposed to what was believed to be ten or twelve thousand years ago. I don't remember, or like a minimum of sixteen thousand years ago, and that they were way more advanced than like the Egyptians and people of the period that we believe humans came around. Wait, uh, sorry. Math-wise, I, I dipped out for a second. You're saying it's farther back than yes. we believe. Okay. Yes. Sorry. So right now we believe that the or the mainstream thought is that 12,000 12, years ago there was um, the Younger Dryas is what the time period was called. So it was what went from the Ice Age. Mm-hmm. There was a time period where we had mass heating of the Earth which melted all the ice, mm-hmm. which was the Younger Dryas, which is that time period where we have the the raise in temperature, which raised the uh, sea level 400 feet um, worldwide, 400 feet, and um, led to the world that we are in now, right, where we live, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of the climate, generally speaking, that we live in now. Um, but it was believed that before that time period, there were no people that were actually there there were no civilizations that were actually advanced enough to actually form a civilization, right? Sure. So uh but then you go back and you find these megalithic um structures similar to like they believe that the Sphinx, right? The Sphinx, without a doubt, is older than the Egyptians, if you actually pay if you actually look into like the facts of it. So the Sphinx has um it has like where across its face mm-hmm. from water, which means that it was rainfall. Um, but it's a type, but it's degraded and like so significantly that it has to be older than what the Egyptians are. Okay. Because when the Egyptians were there, there was not rainfall anymore. So instead of a civilization like the Egyptians that we believe developed the Sphinx, yeah. it, they actually centered their civilization around a uh, Sphinx or whatever or that the, was there already. Yes. Um, okay. Especially when you get to like Gobekli Tepe in Turkey. Yeah. They, uh, there is, so it's this massive mound, right? Yeah. That uh, I think it was either 84 or 94. I don't remember. Um, there was an archaeologist who find, who they just like start digging, right? And they find this, um, these monolithic structures that are 20, 25 feet tall, mm-hmm. massive, all single, all one single stone, right? Mm-hmm. That have three dimensional carvings in the sides of them, like with such precision that no, no tool, the copper couldn't do it, right. and then no tool of the time period of like the Egyptians could have done it, and they're dated. So, so no. th- this was buried under a mound, right? Yeah, gotcha. It was not, but it was buried in a, such a way that they believe that it was buried intentionally. Mm-hmm. So they. Th- and but they carbon date the dirt that was buried that was buried under way later sixteen thousand years ago, or okay. twelve or whatever. Either way, it was buried at least twelve thousand years ago. But what? Did which the means stones? that that you can't you can't carbon date the stones. Ah, okay. Um, or something. I yes, you can't. There are certain things that you can't carbon date, and that stone apparently you can't carbon date at least not accurately enough for it to be. I guess due Useful. to erosion and whatnot, or something. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there, there are certain structures too that literally the stones are cut so perfectly mm-hmm. that you can't even fit a piece of paper or even a razor blade between them. 
like with such precision that we can only do it now with the tools that we have. Mm-hmm. So that means that they don't necessarily have to be aliens did it or anything like that, or it doesn't have to be that like yeah, they had the, the, they didn't have they didn't necessarily have lasers or anything like that, but they had some amount of knowledge that was lost at some point, and it's believed by people like Graham Hancock that it actually was lost during the Younger Dryas period, where there was a massive he believes that it was a massive comet that actually hit up in the Arctic and raised the temperature and melted all the ice. Um okay. and, and that- and that that's what so wiped out whatever was which also could mean that Atlantis is real, right? Like all this shit. Sure. So like, people joke about Atlantis, right? They're like, oh, Atlantis is obviously like a, not something that anybody takes serious. Well, this is like this topic is something that I associate with. I mean, you always like whenever you watch the Ancient Alien show or you watch whatever show that gets you know written off as crazy or. It's really cool, but it's like, you know, there's a gimmick or something like that, right? Fuck, I spilled beer on my work sweater. Uh, did that wash tonight? Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's like any of these shows that usually go about talking about this, about this stuff, right? Or at least to the in the mass media type stuff. Obviously, there's books like this or there's other forms of media that maybe don't get as much attention or they're based on that. And then it becomes something else entirely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just always related. Like they always show how like Utepi mounds or whatever. Right. And they talk, they talk about that, but then they also talk about Stonehenge and then they'll talk about Egyptians and they'll talk about over in South America and uh, uh, Central America with the Aztecs and things like that. How it's, it's the same technology That's true, yeah. that was used between civilizations that we never thought knew existed. Like they, they didn't know each other. Existed. They didn't know that each other existed, Correct. but it's the same exact. Yes. Form it's of at thing. least the same, same base of, of construction is the same. Right. Like the same, like stone, like you can tell based off of the way the stones were cut. Like they don't know how they were cut, obviously because they're cut with such precision, but that they seem like they are, that they use the same sort of technique. Yeah. Or that of course, we we uh, everybody uh, assumes and, and knows. Like obviously, when we talk about ancient civilizations, Egyptians, all this shit, like it makes it all makes sense with what we know now, as far as I, I guess fossil record or whatever. Probably not fossil, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But uh, like now, talking about this, where it predates that stuff, that's interesting because I wonder if like because that's the technology used to do that. And if it's that technology that's been used all over the world, and if it was wiped out, was it wiped out like that? Or was it just something that died out, but some things passed on? Yes. I, I think it's probably that. Is that, it, yes, it was probably wiped out mostly, but then it there were some survivors that brought some stuff, but things were still lost, right? Like there were still certain technologies that were lost. Right, whereas and civilizations had to re, had to relearn how to do things. Yeah, and these like in the shows that mm-hmm. I'm talking about too, they always equate like, oh, they were taught. Yes, they were shown like the whole pyramid joke is that the aliens built the pyramids, or they showed, or they how. at least gave them the technology to do it. Right, or but let's yeah. say those aliens weren't aliens; they were just pre an older generation, pre or an older, civilization yeah. of the civilization we already believed existed. No, yeah, absolutely, it's definitely a possibility. Um, the, the issue though, is that with the Egyptians being so like they, they were 
<clears throat> so into writing everything down, right? They were like, we have to write, like they, they kept tedious notes of everything that they did, right? All their ceremonies have very, you, we all, we know what all their ceremonies are because they wrote them all down. Right. Uh, we know, uh, all of their mythology cause it was written down meticulously. Like mm-hmm. they took, they wrote everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no, there's really no like writings about the Sphinx at all about how they built it. There are some writings about, um, the pyramids, but not much, which is very unlike the Egyptians. Right. But Something I don't, else. I don't know. My history is messed up here though. Go ahead. Cause the evolution of the hieroglyphics and the writing and all that kind of stuff was that brought about earlier at the same time as we would assume that those structures would be built. Because if, if maybe right, the people, if those structures were built or built by somebody other than the Egyptians yeah. or what we call Egyptian, like what we assume Egyptians are now, like what if the writing itself was also introduced at the same time? It might it by the been, same people or same group, perhaps. But um, I don't know. I there there's so much there. Like I don't like who's to say what belongs to who. I guess right. Um, well, the only the only see, thing that's that where it comes down to like the only thing that seems theory. Yeah, I know. But the only thing that seems like definite, in my opinion, from what I've read, what I've seen, is that the Sphinx is not Egyptian. The Egyptians did not build the Sphinx. Well, isn't the sorry? I just have just this. the the erosion patterns literally are that of there had to have been a rainforest with how much erosion there is, and there right. was at one point a rainforest in Egypt, right? But before the the Egyptians of. ever lived there. So another interesting thought that came into my head about the Sphinx because I remember this is just the shows that I watched that I retained bits and pieces. Wasn't it the whole thing was they remodeled the Sphinx? They did remodel the Sphinx, yeah. So it doesn't, like, the way it looks now, obviously with the nose falling off or whatever, too, but, like, that was, like, a whole point of contention. They think it was either, they think it might have been a lion's face, and then they chipped it it down into a human's face. It was something else that, yeah, became became what it is now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, I... I, I love this sort of stuff because it's like it's really contentious. Like a lot of people don't believe it, um, but they're the people well, that do believe it are so passionate. And it's just interesting because it's counter to to the history that we've always been taught. Well, yeah, and I'm obviously it's, it's, drawn to that. It's fun to play with, just in general, like theory or things that like everybody in the whole world. Had, well, I wouldn't say the whole world, but a great amount of people are always wanting to be the first, right? I mean, it's the space race, the whatever the hell you want to call it, or, you know, technology race or whatever, you know, there's always want to be the ones to figure it out or the ones to be the first to do it. And there's like a sense of pride amongst, I mean, obviously nationality or whatever it would have been before nationality, uh, just people in general. But it's, yeah, it's just a fun area to play around in, especially for those of the uh, academically inclined, because obviously then they can write the book on it, and then whatever that is can be assumed true, obviously, but can still be theory. Yeah, for sure. I uh, Hold on. I'm going to, just so that you guys, if you're listening, you're interested in this stuff, the, the two guys that I've been 
really into as far as um, TikTok goes. Um, one guy, his name is Cole Creighton. It's Cole, like C-O-L-E-K-R-A-T-E-N. He's the one who does the uh, the science facts. Cool. Um, we got to get a science person. A science fun. person. That, would, uh, that sounded really unintelligent. But what I mean is, like, we got to get, like, a, a facts guy. Because that would be a cool episode to have, to just have a somebody that's intelligent, more intelligent than us, that could just, you know... No, yeah, we I agree. bounce ideas off of or um, get our minds fucked by. Yeah, and then there's a guy who talks about, uh, who talks about like all the ancient like ruins and stuff like that. Uh, his name is Phantom Universe, which is P H A N T zero M underscore U N one V E R S E. Um, but this TikTok right here actually is, uh, he's talking about the great line of ancient sites. Where essentially all of like oh the, I've seen that the all of like the fantastic I've like seen amazing that guy then. I've yeah. seen that video yeah the at least. the uh, all of like the amazing like sites like Egypt Gebekli Tepe all these people or all these uh, civilizations were all along the exact same line yeah around it's going the, around the earth around yeah which is interesting which that brings you to like ley lines and stuff like that right which ley lines are supposed to be um, there's like a grid around the world that uh, you can, that there's like a higher frequency of energy from the earth mm-hmm. that, um that they believe uh, ancient civilizations tapped into to like for like electricity or something like that. And this is something that like the, the ancient alien people say, right. Is that they would build like the pyramids and stuff along these ley lines in order to, for the aliens to basically create, make the earth sort of a microchip of sorts. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they would harness the energy, like f- basically free energy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. through the resonance of the, um, of the pyramids, uh, which uh, believe what you will, it seems a little insane to me, but, um, I do find it interesting that they all are pretty much on the same grid pattern and they all are very celestial based. So everything, it's so like the pyramids of Giza are along Orion's belt. Right. Um, and then, uh, some of the ancient Aztec ruins are all along constellations. Well, that's, and, yeah, if we want to even get around that, it's just the technology needed to do that. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, obviously it, I mean, we didn't have all the, you know, shit in the world that we have now back then. Like, yeah. where, I, uh, as far as technology goes, but as far as lights like, and is, yeah, any kind they can of see the stars better. Any yeah, any kind of ability to like they like even the science we have now is based on the shit that was discovered then. Yeah, well, so something also interesting is that the pyramids, uh, the larger pyramid specifically, the Great Pyramid, is um, all of the dimensions of it are um, they're they're all basically. Mathematically speaking, they are like the the dimensions of the Earth, but uh, like but scaled down. Like I don't know how to explain. It. And then also like the amount of rotations and stuff like that that the Earth has, and like weird stuff like that that it all lines up perfectly in like a fashion that is not that could not be accidental. Um, right. Also, something. How many faces does the pyramid does that Great Pyramid have? 
The Great Pyramid? Yeah. How many faces is there? Like, of a pyramid. Well, of that specific pyramid. Uh, like, I, I mean, I would just assume, like, any other pyramid, it has, like, the four kind of... There's eight. Really? Yeah. So, uh, in the center of each of the, fa- of, like, the main four faces... Sure. It's actually in a little bit. So, if you look at a picture, if you look online of a picture from above with the... So you can not- look... And there's actually you can see with the shadows like a that each indent. one actually sticks in a little bit. They all they turn in towards each other a little bit. Interesting. So it's um, which it's hard enough to make a perfect four sided pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. Like if one of these blocks is even uh, like a quarter of a degree off, everything above it exponentially gets worse, right. and you would not have a perfect peak at the top. Right. But then when you make it eight. It makes it eight times harder. Right. Like, it's amazing the precision that they did this at, and it seems impossible. I don't know. It, it's it's amazing. The like, the math, that, but like, this, the knowledge of the math. the way we're speaking right now, right, is that it's impossible because we believe they didn't have the Correct. tools yes. to do so. But it's not impossible if we believe that they did have the tools <clears> to do so. And, and well, and I guess that that's what I'm getting at. It's impossible that they could have done it given what we know about the Egyptians. Right. There's, yeah. And then you go into like some of the, some of the tombs, right? Uh, they're carved out of solid granite. Um, not, not like the overarching rooms, but like the actual like caskets and sarcophagus, not the sarcophagus because that's different, but like the massive caskets, Mm -hmm. they have perfect 90 degree angles in single blocks of granite which even now we would struggle severely with doing it and there's multiple multiple times that this has been done in these ancient like in these ancient caskets mm-hmm. like it's mind blowing that they were able to do this stuff and it's like literal laser precision like you can take <clears throat> a uh, a right angle square and just put it into the corners and it's perfect. Every right. single corner is perfect. Hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Winded. Well, you want to wrap it up? We're at 58 minutes. 58, man. All right. Oh. Or do you have any, any like final thoughts you want to give? Because On let's that? fill up this hour just in general, just before we wrap this up. Well, I had another thing that I was going to say just about quarantine. Go ahead. I mean, it's not about quarantine. How long is it? It's what I've been doing during quarantine, at least for the past day. Go ahead. I was really into Mission Impossible. Mm. Um, I've watched like the first three I have bought. I know like the back of my hand um, because it was like one of my dad's favorite movies. So I watched all those. Anyway, I watched, I watched one the other day and I was like, ah, I want to, I wonder, because I haven't watched, I haven't watched the newest one, Fallout. Mm -hmm. So, I went back and I found all of them on Hulu to watch. So I watched four, five, and six, uh, which is um, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and then Fallout. Yeah. Anyway, so four Ghost Protocol, eh, it's it's okay. But then uh, then Rogue Nation is where it kind of introduces a lot of things. I I really liked it before I watched Fallout. I thought it was the best one. Then I watched Fallout. But uh, there's a lot of 
I don't know if you ever watched these movies, by the way. That's the main thing I'm asking is if you've seen them. Not four through six. I've definitely watched the first three. Okay. Yeah, I would recommend going to watch those because there's a lot of... Because I know you're not as much as you have ever been like uh, into the anarcho craziness. Not capitalism in, in particular, but just anarchy in general. Because uh, it's really interesting. Uh, and not It's interesting as an action movie goes. Yeah. Um, to have a villain... Um, and things like that. But as far as like rogue nation, uh, creates something and then fallout carries out something as far as I'm trying, I'm not trying to ruin it. I'm just trying to like feed you the anarchy word and then hope you kind of understand what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, rogue nation kind of well, yeah. makes sense. It's a group of, it's like a group that is yes wanting to it's bring exactly down the world you, governments. Exactly what you think it is, but it's just, I think you should watch them. Just because one, I just watched movies. Fallout. I just watched Fallout today. Fallout was great. Um, never watched it before. Now I'm gonna have a kick on uh, Bond films because yeah, dude, um, there's so many. You can watch the originals and the new ones. Well, I'm gonna. A, I think I'm year. gonna set it to Daniel Craig for now, um, just because of time, but also because relevance. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> not not shitting on the originals. They're great too. Um, Save like the Piers Morgan, whatever his name, Piers, whatever the hell, what's his name, Piers Brosnan. That's yeah, it. Piers Brosnan, not the Morgan guy, whatever. They're both British or something. I don't. They know. are. You're right. You're right. Um, but uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, no, because No Time to Die, the new one's coming out later this year, hopefully. Which looks good. Oh yeah, and I and I love. I think the, it's funny because in in the commercial, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you're 007 talking to the lady. So like, yeah. yeah, I was. Someone had to be or something like that. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, I, I'm interested. I'm yeah. interested in it though. It's, it draws me in, and I'm I'm glad. But anyway, the, yeah, I guess since we're talking about this, the whole the whole reason I wanted to get into it because I was watching. Uh, I watched the the Bourne movies. Yeah, again, great movies. Uh, yeah, classics, then, bro. Yeah, it's just then again because I wanted to because watching the uh, the newer ones now too just falling apart. Crazy I, trash. I wanna, I wanna watch Jumper. I haven't seen that in a while. Jumper. Yeah, I like, I like that, that movie as a kid. DVD, man. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's watch, just, if you're gonna watch Jumper, you should watch Push. Yeah. With uh, Chris Evans. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up and let's do a Patreon episode talking about movies. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Chip Tooth Podcast episode number fifty four. If you made it through the first half, which I felt like was like a lot of circles and talking, thank you so much for getting here. Because uh, we've gotten to something interesting. Um, but, you know, uh, we love you guys. Become a member of our Patreon on patreon.com forward slash chiptoothfairy. Oh, oh, God, that's wrong. Redo this. Okay. Go to patreon.com forward slash chiptoothpod and become a tooth fairy. Um, Link is in the description. It is. That's We're, all you got to do. And yeah. that's all we got to say. Subscribe to us. Um, share. Thanks. Great review. <laughs> and suck a dick. Bye.